Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sith Council. And listen, man, I'm so excited that you guys are enjoying Sith Council at 7 o'clock p.m. That's where we started airing it on Wednesday nights because I do my spoiler review in the morning. Um, and then we wanted to get Mike and staff, and we're doing, you know, I don't know how long. Hopefully digital doesn't last too long, but you guys seem to like it last week, us talking again. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to do our spoiler discussion, full episode on book of boba fett episode three make sure you subscribe if you haven't done that already please subscribe and find us on apple Podcasts or spotify it is very very important it helps the show out tremendously it helps us get great sponsors to continue on the show we don't do donations on this show we don't do Streamlabs, super chats any of that we just rely on you guys downloading those episodes so even if you have never listened to a podcast before and you just do this on video please subscribe to us on the podcast feed especially spotify we're growing on spotify and would really like you to uh, follow us over there if you can all right book of boba fett we're going to talk about that and then i think at the end after we talk about the episode itself um we are going to also mention that dave filoni has been confirmed that he wrote the episode six of book of boba fett so we'll get into that but it's sith council it's me it's mike kalinowski it's seth sabra let's do it i can feel your anger it gives you focus makes you stronger what's up everybody welcome back to sith council oh look at this crew the wrong crew oh wrong crew oh, set it up mike must have not not in a second this is, is, the that, is that betty boop in the background there like boop boopy doop yeah wait is, oh is it like betty boop version of you like with the hair and everything it's, it's, tan, it's tan betty boop i made her I like that. Like, like, it's like, yeah, Betty Boop. If you were Betty Boop, works well. Sooner or later, I wouldn't be surprised Steffi at this Stoop. point. I wouldn't be surprised at this point if Betty Boop shows up in the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think she's a fan of Filoni's, and the, he's going to throw it in there with Treo and, and Milton in there. Milton, Bo Betty Boop will terrible. be a, a smuggler. Boop, boopy doop. I got <laughs> spice. Oh, look, so the, obviously I can already tell from the way Mike's coming in hot. Uh, I don't think Mike's Dude, I'm going to come in off the top ropes, as Shannon likes to say on this episode. All right, listen, listen. So here's the thing. Um, I want to start off where I, I obviously if you guys maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I did a full on spoiler episode this morning, so I have not heard both Mike and Steph's thoughts yet. I'm just going to give them a quick breakdown of what I thought. So then that way they can either pile on that or they could agree, disagree, whatever it is. Um, my overall thoughts was that there was a lot in this episode that I liked a lot, but there was a lot more than in the other ones that I didn't like. Um, and even in the beginning of this episode where the, the, the whole theme seems to be what I had said earlier this morning was that this show, and we've talked about it on this show, this show was in the trailer. It made it start to look like it was going to be Boba Fett doing what he did at the end of uh, Mandalorian, whacking people out, taking them out, being, you know, a gangster. And it even seemed, and they cheated stuff and made it seem like there's a certain line he already said in the series, which was speak freely which we're like, oh, and when we analyze the trailer, we're like, oh, he doesn't mean that. Well, he he does mean that. He's yeah. like, a, he's a, he's like a good guy, which is fine, but it's not the gangster story that we thought we were going to get. And I think people need to embrace that. What I actually really liked about this episode was the flashback. I thought the flashback and was done very well. I thought it ended the story that we were set up for the first two episodes. I'm going to go into all the stuff that I actually really liked um, first. Um, and I think that it also tied in. I love the idea. I always love the idea of the shared universe inside of Star Wars. And everyone's like, well, it's always a star a shared universe. Yeah, but how well does it really connect into the movies? The TV show are doing things where they set Ahsoka. She gets her own series. Boba Fett comes in and gets his own series. But even the stuff with Amy Sedaris that they showed at the end where she's just kind of walking through with the droids, a nice little setup. I like that. I like the idea that this is, we know the time period because we see the they're, they're setting. We actually see them set the Stormtroopers helmets on the those spikes that yeah. that in winds up seeing so all that stuff was great the way that they tie in the the pikes and how that plays not only in the past it, it now plays into the future love the stuff with bk the big wookie all that um played very well and i think mike and i are going to disagree i absolutely my favorite part was the deep dive into the rancor and who the, the rancor is as far as the mythology of the rancor the personality of the rancor i loved danny trio as the rancor uh, uh the trainer i thought he was a perfect casting loved the stuff with the huts all that stuff loved stuff i didn't love was all the modern crap that they keep doing and it's milton coming in in the beginning and saying hey they don't respect you nobody respects you why well think about it 
Um, when you say, hey, I'm going to kill you if you don't do that. And you go, just kidding. And then you go, hey, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to shoot you. Just kidding. That catches on. Word catches on and no one takes you seriously. So I understood that. And the biker gang, the Power Rangers, I don't mind the characters. I don't mind the actors. I mind the look. It looks like a little battle angel. It If they're so poor, sell your bikes. What are you stealing water for? <laughs> Bikes are like are, are very expensive. So that's just some of the stuff that we can get into overall. But Steph, what did you like? What didn't you like? What did you think of the overall episode? Well, last week I said I wanted them to give me a lay of the land of what we were working with. And they did that. And I appreciated yeah. that. I like to know like the setup, who we're working with, how many different people are involved. Um, I, I liked a lot of it, the look continues to be awesome. Boba continues to be the saving grace for me, even if he's benevolent. I don't mind that. I think he does such a great job of um, acting in this character. What I'm really minding, though, is that I feel like I need motives for any of the characters other than Boba. Like, I feel like there's no motives that have really been like clear and cut. Yeah. Um, and there's no stakes really for me right now. Like with Chrysanthemum, he just like is let go. The twins show up and now they're gone. And maybe this is setting seeds for them to come back. But what are what were the stakes of those characters? Even right, who's the villain? Who's the yeah. villain now? Because I thought they were the villain. And and I said this to Mike before you got on the air, Steph, was that there's a scene that Boba and Fennec have. Fennec's got to get fed up with him eventually. But I think, well, yeah, that's why she <laughs> was late. Gonna... She was late when Chris Chrysanthemum was kicking his butt. And well, so I was like, where was she? Boba Fett woke up and said one thing and one thing only. I have the worst security in the world. Like, how are you in a tank and the pigs don't know where this thing, the thing is? The, 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 new, the Power Rangers don't know where he is. Fennec doesn't know where he is. How does he get in? Plus, the thing that drove me nuts was that they're sitting at the table. The George just serving up food and Boba's like, enough with the food. I love that part, right? But then Fennec goes, you're the head of a family. What family? Where? What family? Like, he's got no family. He's got two pigs. And he's got the he's got he's the got Rancor and the Power Rangers, the Power Rangers. And then and then he's got the best tool of them all. They give him the Wookiee. They give him the Wookiee. And he could have said, hey, look, I'm not going to keep you as a slave. We're not going to do that. But I want you to work for me. At least come on this mission and scare the hell out of baseball cat turd and 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 uh, and, and the mayor's veep. <laughs> Like let's, let's 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 go let's go scare them just come over there instead no he lets them go and the Wookiee running away was hilarious yeah I mean he's the coolest looking character in a while to me like this nice. guy Great. is cool Great. and he runs like yeah. dear Evan Hansen away like, I'm like where are you going when he bit the pig it was the best yeah <laughs> so good but yeah. I love that scene I love that whole thing that I mean all of that stuff the stuff that worked. With the Wookiee and the fighting, and even even when the Power Rangers came in and they were doing their thing, like I liked, I like those, those characters. characters. I Me do. They just why'd you paint their bikes? The speeder should have been broken down. Speeders yeah. looking like yeah. Luke's like speeder. Yeah, go, go ahead, Mike. I'm gonna say I'll come out off the top. This is probably my least favorite episode out of any Disney Plus show we've seen so far. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. of the Star Wars stuff. I just felt from of Star Wars to toe, stuff. From Star Wars stuff. Okay. Head to toe, like yeah, the speeder bikes like. We've seen Moss Eisley and Moss Espa and Tatooine for 40 years. Yeah. That color and those sheen on those ships have never been shown on this planet ever. And the fact, I know they're trying to do an American gigolo, American, what's it? Is that the movie? American, um, Lucas, uh, graffiti, American oh, graffiti, American, American, American gigolo. Oh, yeah. American graffiti. I know they're trying to do that with it. I know they are like the throwbacks to the Westerns. I get it. Like the, the hot rods. It just doesn't fit. The characters are great. Uh, what I'm the big problem for me with this show, it's taking the mystique out of all these characters, like a rancor. We're terrified. The, even the assassin in the last episode oh, was terrified that it's there. And now we're finding it's a puppy. He's scratching its ear like, oh, you're a good oh, boy. I love that. Like, I love yeah, I like didn't that. know because it's like, OK, but they we show lost, that, they show we that lost that. the mystique with Boba Fett. We lost the mystique with Boba Fett. Like we've we've seen he's a human and there's feelings and we lost the mystique with the Tuscans. So they're not this thing anymore. We're losing all the mystique of these characters. Like, save something. Like, next episode. Yeah, I think the, end of the last episode, I'm going to say this right now. I think yeah. he's going to go back to the Sarlacc and yeah. put flowers on the grave of the Sarlacc. Because <laughs> he he's going to uh, feel I'll, something. I'll push back a little bit on that. I do. I, I, can, I want I, some mystique left. I can get on board with the idea that if you look at, if you look at Boba Fett from The Mandalorian, he's significantly different. He comes in hot. 
in the Mandalorian, yeah. like like just smashing stormtroopers in the face. There's no like, hey, how do you feel after that? He's like, no, I just killed you, right? And then he's that he fights he fights against um uh Kazak Reeves. What's her name? Kozka Reeves. Kozka Reeves. Uh, yeah. He, he fights. Oh yeah, against, in that bar scene. He goes that's against her. He's re- he's always ready for a fight. Um, and then at the end in the post credit scene, he just kills bib fortuna and we still don't know why we don't know if right. those raiders are working for bib or not or what it was but he's he's he, he's lost his edge and now whether or not that's going to be even explained a little bit more because you can't say well it's because he was with some people like well he evolved because he was with the uh tuscan yeah but, but also, then they explained it in boba F- i mean in mandalorian he, because he was hardest he's the lead, oh, and i want that i yeah. want him to evolve because he's the lead yeah me too but everything else these other things i don't need to it's, but the right but that's what i'm gonna say i disagree with you the rancor i love the stuff of the rancor because of the stuff they set up with the bad batch i thought was really great with how the and and they set up the rancor stuff and return of the jedi when that trainer comes out and you're when as yeah, a trainer yeah. bit but that's the trainer bit yeah, but he's but he's telling you like because as he a imprinted kid, on the trainer and I always wondered, I was like, how does how does the Rancor not eat the trainer? And the thing is, they, and, and Trejo says it, they're pretty gentle creatures for the most part, unless they're, you know, A, hungry, or B, they, they, they feel threatened. And I love that. I, I thought that was I thought that was great. I thought that the way that they played that out was was good. The Tuscan Raiders, another thing I pushed back on is that he we they still have that mystique. They still are vicious creatures. But that's what I'm saying. Like but Boba, Boba said it. He the guy said it. A lot of these tribes are still killing. No, we just chose not to. That's what I'm saying. But like, it's like last episode was one of my favorites because I love we getting to see the Tuscans. Yeah. But now here's in the next episode, and we're getting a new layer peeled back on different characters. Like next episode, what's going to be pulled back? So I'm just like, it, it keeps doing these. Like I didn't mind the Tuscans as much, but now with the Rancor and the Tuscans combined, it's like okay, we're, yes. we're, we're kind of. I didn't have. I don't I, get. Yeah. I, I, I don't get how Boba just manhandled all of the biker gang in right. one full swoop and right. then the biker gang pulls up on the tuscans and slaughters them all and, and killed and they killed and they killed the the the, the main the woman who yeah who was kicking boba's ass for like the yeah. last, all along was but we don't know we what, don't know yeah that's that because i said the same thing this morning i said because the other and the flip side of that is that if it was those raiders the same ones right boba kicked all their asses in the bar anyway he's not gonna have a problem doing it again shows them again however i think that this would be the opportunity if they did tie in the bib fortuna side of it that they're working with somebody else if there's a reason why they're doing what they're doing that would make sense and it also then would give motive to boba to go just slaughter bib fortuna because right now there's no motive for to do it we thought there was we thought that it was like well he just wants to come in be a gangster kill everybody they the theme throughout this series is that Boba, it's for the for people inside of the village and everyone too, and Milton tells him the same thing. People think he's kind of a, he's a fake gangster. He doesn't have a lot of respect, and and I understand why. Yeah. Like it's like everyone else, we should be saying, or maybe not, we should be, but like you you would think that we were going to be saying, oh, they're wrong, they're going to get it from Boba because that's what we thought in the trailer. Now it's like no, right. he's probably just because he goes up to the Power Rangers and he says to him, he goes, hey. Uh, I want to prove to these this village. So I want you. You steal from them? Yeah, old man. We stole from them. Well, I like the way you talk back. You want a job? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? And then you let the Wookiee go, Boba. Boba, if you get shot in the head by Fennec, I'm gonna understand why. You're not. This do is you, Queen, baby. Do you guys see a, a a Fennec and him splitting up? I'm and telling like, you, man. Like I want. She's gonna turn on him. I want Fennec to turn on him. I want Fennec on the throne at the end, and I want a dark ending. I know we're not going to get it. It's Disney, yeah. but I want Fennec going straight up. She's the one the whole time that has been like every like the assassins, everybody that she that that has yeah. been hired out, and you know, she even. But they didn't know it was her. You know, she did it from the side or whatever it was, and and causing the deals. She's the one that's been doing it. That's why she was late. That's why all this stuff happened. And then she's the one who has been turning on at the end because everything that we saw from her before Boba Fett, she was pretty rotten. Yeah. yeah. And I'd love to see her turn and become like the overall head of the family and actually run a family and not just a, a droid, two pigs and the Power Rangers <laughs> and then let the Wookiee go. This is bad decision making by Boba Fett. I love Tamora Morrison. I think he's doing a fantastic job acting in this series. I love the flashbacks and everything too, but the decisions by Boba Fett, the character, are lackluster at best. He is a he is a piss poor <laughs> crime boss. Oh man! And you, Do you think? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Steph. 
Well, okay, so I think that I've, uh, there's everyone's feeling that way. So it yeah. must be, I want to trust in the creators, Robert Rodriguez. I want to trust in Filoni, everyone in this working on this project that they're doing this on purpose so that we have like a bigger hero arc for him. Yeah. Um, but there's, I think next episode, he's going to have some, a price to pay. I want to know, and this is what makes me nervous about these shows being on Disney plus. And I don't know if this is fact. This is just a to total speculation. I wonder because you had, you, it is on Disney plus if they're worried about having a bad guy or an anti-hero in the lead without him being redeeming because they kind of the old school mentality of you can't do the Tony Soprano, Walter White thing on a Disney show. You can't, you can't do that. Right. Because, and, Maybe. and that's why he has redeeming qualities and that's why he's doing what he's doing because in, in Mandalorian, who cares if he has redeeming qualities, let him be as brutal as, as possible, even though he's loyal and he's, and he's, and he shows some, some good things inside of that. He's, he's pretty ruthless and he's, he's, he's pretty much a prick in Mandalorian, but they're like, who cares? He's not the lead as the lead. You can see Disney going, well, we can't have him just kind of going out there, whacking people, killing people and doing that because this, we need the kids to get on board and all that. I could see that happening. I could see it yeah. happening for sure. And it makes me, it makes me, go oh we're never going to see a darth plagueis or a palpatine series we're never going to see a darth bane series but then again the acolyte is about is apparently about sith so maybe i'm wrong but it just and i don't know if any of that's true it's just when you see these particular moments being made because boba fett is just he's just a good dude now which because of timor morrison i don't mind it um but i understand the complaints and criticisms from other fans but this wasn't but mike your concerns inside of this episode we're not really mine. Um, my, I, I just lose a lot with inside of the, the tone and stuff because the bikers though, not, not, not the, not the, uh, flashback bikers, the power Rangers. Um, they, I like the characters. I love the fact that they have British accents. I think that fits very well. My problem is that the look also, not just the, the bikes. Cause I agree with you guys. The bikes are completely out of place. They look like a different, they either look like two things, a different movie or they should be on Coruscant. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. Um, that's part one. Um, part two is the look and the feel of them. They look like they're at Alita Battle Angel or yeah. Element. The look just doesn't it, or Canto Bite, you know, it just doesn't, it just yeah. doesn't look like that's where it was. Things. I was trying to figure with the one guy with the main guy with the eye. The, yeah. 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 Eyes, like, where, it's like cyborg. It was yeah. can't yeah. bite. A guy had that. Like he turned and looked as when they walked in, and the eye did the little zoom thing, right? Just tell that up. Because Tatooine was always in the and and it's not much has changed, right? No. Uh, Tatooine was always in the outer rim, and Watto says it that the uh, the, the Republic had it was too far away to have anything to do with them. The Empire too far away to anything to do with them. You know, they were just like just kind of a piss poor planet. That just lived by and the gangs. That's why the gangsters rule the planet because because nobody could really rule. There was there's no money on it, and the ones that had money, yeah, were were like the gangsters and these kids. Well, we're poor. You're not poor. Look at your outfits. Look yeah. at your look look at your bikes. Like the, there's got to be you got to be consistent. Now, if and, they were a different thing, if they were a gang terrorizing the people with the water and stealing the water because and they were using the money that they would get to charge up water prices to outfit with these things and build up their bikes. Like yeah, that's a different thing, but yeah, and then Boba, little... then Boba's got to get him on his side and Boba yeah. gets him on his side. And then you're like, all right. And then it's like this kind of, but it's, it, it felt what with the way that it was presented, not the acting, but the way it was presented, it felt, it felt a little CW ish to me. Um, with the way that the way yeah, that like it, the four of them coming riding together as just like, totally like if play. they were in like swoop bikes that were all beat to crap, sure. That's what I, mean. that's, I would that's, have bought it hundred percent. Like they, so, they were like when so I think someone even yeah. said it, like it didn't make sense, but they're like, that's tanks and bigs from New Hope. They said, yeah. like they put and but remember Cammy and them and the deleted scenes of New Hope. Yeah, that was in that was in the last episode. Right. It seemed like those type of that's what it should be more of, that kind of yeah. yeah. And I and it, those they fit and you look at the difference, but this is also my biggest point with television as opposed to film, right? Because I think that What's all that? three, well, all three of us were, were disappointed with this episode or didn't like a lot of different, a lot of different elements from this episode, but we're not stewing in it for two years, three years before another one comes out. Yeah. Next, next week, there'll be a new one. Right. And we'll talk and hopefully next week's is, is good. Um, I think that the Robert Rodriguez, I think for, a, for, because he 
he was pretty much his angle was involved in the second one, even though he didn't direct it. Um, the three episodes inside of this storyline that was set up, I think, have really concluded. And now in the flashbacks, we start to find out he's going to take care of the biker gang. He's got to find his armor. He's got to do that. We're going to have a new director come in to to do who who are the directors that were confirmed for this stuff? Do you remember? I thought um Robert Rodriguez is doing a majority of them, and then two Steph Green. Yeah, Steph Green did one. I'm not sure on one? the other ones. I hope she comes back for another one. I liked her. Let's see. I remember. Let's see. I'm trying to see the directors that they have. Um, the full director. Yeah, why didn't he keep Bryce Dallas Howard is coming back, which is great. So Robert Rodriguez, uh, Steph Green, Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Tatrin. He's new to the Star Wars. Oh movie. no, he's. You know who he is? He is. He Mortal did Kombat. that Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Yeah. That like the short that dropped that he dropped on YouTube that got a series greenlit. Yeah. Now see, oh, I like him cool. because his kind of sensibilities and his is what he does with limited budgets is incredible. So I'm ex that, that's exciting. But this is this is why I'm excited about it too because I think that and as much I really do like Robert Rodriguez, but the biggest issues that I had in the in in any of the episodes, all three, um, even though Rodriguez did did two of them, um, was the direction of some of the actors and some of the performances there's not a lot of stuff character wise that i would maneuver except like you said some of the motivation for certain characters but i do love when the wookie comes in i still think boba has the worst security in the world how a wookie just pops into the castle no and, and a massive one too yeah and, and he's not like it's not like he's a small little assassin be able to sneak no. in he's he a giant wookie yeah, he ain't sneaking in anywhere this it's it's that problem that star wars has had in both the movies and films of like i don't worry about it it's like no but tell me how did he get in yeah, how did you no, get did in tom, did he tom cruise in the like mission yeah. impossible <laughs> like how how did he get in did he know how to go through the bot like if it, they should and why isn't he yelling at them for letting him in like there's right. no like security detail conversation oh he just, oh, he just he got the rules the he rules with respect but he's he, yeah he's he's a yeah, horrendous, but... he's a horrendous leader he is he is one of the worst Star Wars leaders I've ever seen. He's yeah, really and I know I know what the argument's going to be against. They're like, oh, he's a bounty hunter. He's never he's always just been a gun for It's Like, but that's the point of this story. Right? He did. He could have just kept on bounty hunting. But he wanted thing. to take over. He wanted it to end. But it, it goes back to what Steph said. What was his motivation for killing Bib Fortuna? Now, we might find it. We might. We have a lot of episodes left. We could find out why. We could lead up. I think that they're gonna infuse the the past into the present and there's certain certain certainly doing that and that's one of the things i love the most about this episode was the combination of the pike syndicate in the past into how it plays now because the huts are like hey we got screwed pal uh we we all got screwed we're not going to war with you we thought we can come in here it's already been promised to the pike syndicate we want nothing to do that we don't want to go to war <laughs> we're out tank the rancor take the wookie peace Loved that scene, right? Those and then all guys had to carry them up that fucking path. Are you kidding me? Yeah, oh watch, my gosh. Watch, watch the kids watching my kids. Their faces. Are there? I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, so we uh, but but either way, so they do that. They they had they, they're set up now, and I love the idea that Boba's gonna what but the thing is now that we know that the main villains are the pikes, right? That's that's what it seems to be, yeah, what they're setting up for here. Boba's riding in on that rancor at the end. Um, yeah. Which okay, is, that's a good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, he's like, when he's like, I want to ride, ride that. Yeah. And, I screenshotted and, that. And they brought in the Witches of Dathomir <laughs> also. The Witches of Dathomir. What happened? I missed it. I screenshotted when when Boba said, I want to ride that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm wait that's like your ace card. I'm waiting for you to throw that down somewhere in your oh life. Oh my god, something. yeah. I was like, you okay, put it. this in just, the draft. Just text me one yeah, day. You should, really hey, I used it. you should you should throw it out there at a bar one night and be like, no, I'm I'm quoting Boba Fett, you creep. <laughs> yeah. It turns from getting very excited and going, oh, my God, is that, that's a, is that a kid's show? I feel weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this is uh, that that whole setup with the Pike Syndicate and how they're going to do that and how he's going to eventually show up kicking some ass. But we've got to but you only have a couple episodes, though, to make me feel like why? Why do I hate them the most? Why yeah, because they haven't the really pipes. done much. Yeah. Oh, try to trade spice. They got whacked. They got they got screwed up on the train. You know, Johnny Five bailed off the train, and and who knows where he is now. Uh, but they have uh, 
but and they had this thing with him. I do. I love that that whole setup when but, when, when he walks in and he says to to the to the Pike leader, he goes, "Hey, you got to pay us now." He's like, "Well, we're gonna pay somebody, but we're not paying two people." Yeah, like that made love sense. That. He's like, "Hey, we'll pay. We're just yeah. not gonna pay twice. We're not gonna don't don't make a jerk out of me." What is yeah. that? What, what, that's, that. a good, that's a good good fellow. He's like, "Don't make a yeah. jerk out of me." You make a, he's, a, he's Pauly. He, not Pauly. That's, he's, a good, uh, that's a good leader. That's yeah. a good leader. going like Lori. Yeah, he's going. I don't make a jerk out of me. Come on, where's yeah. my money? He goes, I get it, man. I, I like, we'll pay protection. We understand that's yeah. how it runs. But like, who are we paying? You got don't these guys out coming of me. in. Yeah, like, who are we paying? And then Boba's going to go, well, all right, I'm going to take care of the biker gang. And then winds up that they're all dead. His buddies are all dead. And I thought that was that was a, a good way where he sees the, the sign. But they got to be. Pikes more- played him, right? Because Pikes obviously <laughs> knew that they, they killed the Tuscan Raiders, right? I feel like they were involved in that. But, Maybe so, maybe so, and that could Uh-oh. that could play it that could play it together. But the question is how involved. But this is why I go back to the Bib Fortuna stuff. Mm-hmm. What is his overall motivation? Because the Boba Fett that we're getting in this series does not play that he just went in and killed Bib Fortuna because because he, that goes against everything else that he's been doing in this series. If if they started off the series and then someone comes in and says something, then Boba shoots him in the head. You're going okay. That's the that's the same dude. But that's not why. There has to be a different motivation of why he killed Bib Fortuna. My thoughts on that, I think because they wanted um, a teaser at Mandalorian to set up Book of Boba Fett. I think they knew it. I think they did that teaser. And then when they sat down at the writer's room, they're like, oh, okay. We went a little hot with that one. So the story's not going this way. It's evolving into this way. So, But like you say with Star Wars, well, that's what it is. Okay. But yeah, like that Boba that came in there without trying anything different. Like that's the Boba we need. He should be out in the streets of Mos Espa doing crap like that. Yeah, laying down the law like I'm in charge now. You respect me now. That's that's what that's what I think. But the other problem is when people go, well, it, it's not, it's not, it didn't hit your expectations. You can't just like the show. The problem is the trailer that they gave you. Yeah, looked like that's what the show was. The trailer was set up like we all saw it because we didn't know what the hell Book of Boba Fett was, and when that right. trailer came out, the trailer was. Oh my God! This is like the Sopranos, and in, in everybody was saying it on the internet. This is like this. This is like the gangster story inside of Star Wars. Yeah. And then there's that scene where he goes, "Speak freely," which we talked about earlier in the trailer. Yeah. In the trailer, but like they they cheated that where he was actually talking to somebody for real and saying, "Speak freely." But why tease it like that? Why tease it like he's going to be one particular character and he's going to play it one particular way and he's going to be this ruthless gangster? He's not a ruthless gangster. He's a good dude. And maybe you, you should have sold that because then that's when you start to tamper expectations because you sold a different product. It's one thing if if you see something that, you know, it's a certain trailer and you start coming up with ideas and it doesn't hit, you're allowed to be disappointed. But it's like, well, yeah, but that's if that's all in the trailer. This trailer was set up as if it was going to be the gangster, the Sopranos in space uh, or gangsters in space. And I know that there's only so much you can do in a Disney show, how much yeah. violence you can show and all that stuff, too. But I, I don't know. And even even the stuff with BK, the, the Wookiee, right? It's like, I like everyone, BK. I like that. Everyone was expecting him to like, oh, there's going to be this big lead up, this big fight. You got it right away. And he's just tossing. I'll, I'll say this. When they were. You expect you know, him to put his balls on, on BK? Because that's yeah. what happened. Well, I expected him. Like they walk out there, standing next to him. The huts are there. Like, and to see. Fennec, Boba, the goat guards, him all saying, there's like, oh, that's cool. Okay, that's going to be the family now. And then let him go. It's like, they let come him go. on now. You had some big muscle there. I, I yeah. don't understand why they let him go, especially the fact that Boba and him have, have worked together. And it's like, not yeah. keep, you don't keep him as a slave. You tell him, you say, look, right. man, like, I'm not going to keep you on here and make you work for me, but like, you should work for me. And we'll let's work together. Let's find out who's screwing, with, who's screwing us over. Or at least, again, hire him for that one job to go, let's go get the mayor together. Because if you show up with me, they're going to poop in their pants. And yeah. doesn't like it's just, we still haven't gotten that scene from the trailer right where we're at the table with the what games. looks like yeah. a lot of other oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. I I feel like that's going to be I, against the pikes well no yeah. because didn't they mention okay so we've got the the Trandoshans ran run one section right and then I forgot who the other two were but that like seems that. like I like that scene with the droid in the beginning that he was Me telling too. how it all was broken up and yeah. why it was broken up I thought that was a good that's explanation yeah it was a good thing from saying look. Jabba, he ruled it all. Jabba was like, was like Julius Caesar. He 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 ruled it all. And nobody and nobody was going to challenge his rule. Right. But 
Well, uh, Bib Fortuna didn't have that respect, so he had to kind of give stuff off and pay, you know, and do certain ways. And he, he ruled a very different way because he 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 broke up the territories. I, I thought that was great. I thought it set it up really, really well. Um, and so stuff like that is a good setup for for later on. I just think that they got to be a little bit more consistent. But like, I understand every single person who thinks that Boba is like that guy, the guy. Because think about it: if if you're living in Tatooine in that in that spot, and they're like, "Who's running Jabba's shop now?" Uh, the guy that used to work for him. Which one? The 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 guy that the nice snoodles? No, 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 not snoodles. The the one that uh, he was there. He used to like hit on the the, the alien chick sometimes, and then he got and he got tossed in the pit. Oh, he, he lived in the pit. Yeah, he got he got slapped in the backpack, and then he fell down. He came. I don't know. He's back, but he's back. Yeah. Well, who's who, who's who's with him now? I don't know any of them. You don't know any of his guys that he's with. No, he's he's with some. So there's a there's a he's got this this this. He's got a lady with him who can shoot. She's pretty scary. Well, who else? Who's with him? Uh, the two pigs. They stay with him. Oh, the pigs. Oh, okay. Uh, any more pigs? No, just two. Oh, all right. Now who's got them? The thieves. You know the thieves that are stealing water? They're hanging out with him. Oh, I heard he got a Wookiee. Now nah, he let him go. Well, who's he with? That's it. All right. Let's go piss in the alley and see if he finds us. <laughs> who cares? Like, it, like, and I don't, I mean, I would understand this. we got, what, three, four episodes left. I would understand if they're setting up where, okay, these other territories are gonna, now going to start you know, testing Boba Fett, like to see how far they can get away with, but they're doing it now. Yeah, yeah I think that's to, what they're they doing. They don't need to go challenge the new fucking, excuse okay. me, the new head boss guy. They've been doing it. And he's not doing anything. Right. He needs to come into these different territories and wreck some shop. He's, he, he's got it. He, he said it as much when he thought the huts were, were, were the, well, he, he was right. The huts were the one who put the hit on him. And he said, I got to make a move now because the huts, they, they're going to keep doing it. And I got to, I got to show, I got to show my brass. I got to do something. And then they show Everyone's up. was waiting for you to make a move, and, yeah, and then like, and then they show up, and he's like, oh, "I don't have to make a move anymore." It's like, and he's like, "Oh, we go now. We got to go to mayor." And how many times? And and like even even the Veep guy fakes him out, and the Veep guy goes, "Oh, hey, well, you don't have an appointment." And Fennec goes, "I'm going to shoot you in the face." And he goes, "How many times you said that to everybody?" Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go hide, get my bike, and get the hell out of here. No, he does. He does the whole like, "Hold on a second, I got a little thing here." All right, be right back. And then both was like, "Did he lock the door on us?" What? They locked the door on us. It's like they look. The like, guy closed it. He's like, "Whoops, gotta go. See you when I see you." They locked the door. Anybody, anybody can do it. Like it's like Boba gets played throughout every episode. Something happens to him. It, he's he's the most badass in the in the in the flashbacks. That's when yeah. he's the most badass. Yeah. That's that's the guy that we saw. Like in the flashback, I pulled Boba Fett and locked the door on him. Same Gotta thing. Wait. And then he gets in the and and then you get Biff Tannen flying through the streets and he oh. lands into the manure. But I did love, <laughs> I did love the idea though when the, the the when he's got the picture and that picture. Did you see the picture that they had? No. When so when they went oh, yeah 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 for Jabba, but Boba's in yeah. that, picture, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know. I this is what I'm going to choose to believe that him getting pulled up on by BK when he's like naked in the tank yeah. is like a metaphor of what's going on. He's not armored. Everyone's coming at him. He's looking kind of like he's not set for this job. And then right. he's gonna he's gonna pull up in the next few episodes. But I didn't. What what bothers me then, Steph, about that is the fact that. And again, it's it's different. And I get everyone's always like, but he's been hurt. He's been healing. He's not as full. <laughs> I get it. But Boba Fett, like like Batman, should be just as bad as. As without his armor, you shouldn't need his armor that's, to be. A you black. lowering it doesn't not that's, eliminate that's, the. That's the one that you chose to go light with. <laughs> Wait, what? So that's Bad. the word you went to light Well, with? I didn't drop in a couple, so right, I had to. I, the I, so on one. the hill, like Rocky screaming to fight Drago in Rocky Four, but this this one. Like also, you lowering your volume doesn't just say <laughs> no, that doesn't not use the yeah. word. That's all right. He's the only reason I asked that is because there were there were a few people there were a few new viewers that were asking. If this was kid friendly and i and sith council i'd like to be for uh, kid it is kid it is very kid friendly except yeah. for i for i'm the bad Mike. problem and sorry y'all fix it yeah. um <laughs> but like he should be that awesome without his armor and i get it he's hurt but like mm. that was a chance to show him being you know what he was but he's like he's running for those little rocket things and he's this yeah. and that and i was like okay all right hey i did, I did like and i've been calling the Gamorian guards pigs but i did i do like when i did like when one of the pigs uh, sl uh slashed uh the wookie and he let out that 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 howl yeah <laughs> and then he bit it and then he bit his face he bit like, it that was awesome that whole scene was great like i'm saying there were 
I, I didn't hate this episode. I really didn't. I I, I think it was my least no. favorite of the three of them, but I didn't hate it. I just there was because there was so much cool stuff in this episode. There was like I love the Rancor stuff. Mm. I love Trejo in it. I love the uh the pikes the, are cool. I like Trejo, just throw some prosthetics on him. But the flashback stuff, like thing. all that. There's it's just modern tone stuff. It it just drives me nuts. And when it's out of place and it doesn't fit consistency of tone, it because it wasn't set up. You know, like Mike said, it just wasn't set up in any in any other way. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Like when those at the end, when he shows up at that at the mayor's place with the, with those bikes, and they're so bright in your face, and you're just like, oh, what if they like really like just like like you said, American graffiti, like all vamped out? It's like you don't need that. It's a, it's not consistent, especially you just set up that these kids are poor, yeah. and they're they're not. Um, and why are they loyal to Boba? Because he's gave gave him jobs, and they're 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 willing to fight a Wookiee because he because he gave him a job, and they didn't even like working for him for a second. It's like, I don't know, but I did like, but I like the combination of of that the last scene when the dude with the eyepiece calls in. And he's like, yeah, it's the Pikes. He's a like, good job, and keep an eye on him. He's like, you don't gotta be, you don't have to, don't worry about cracking jokes with me, man. I paid money for this. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. That scene that was fun. So there was a lot of stuff inside of this that I thought was really great. Um, I just hope that they fix a lot of the consistency problems uh with with some of the performances and and well some not just the performances the performances more so i think was the twilight and and baseball cap um but but the i didn't mind the performances of the actual bike gang the mic the bikes oh no yeah i i like them all too yeah. it's just like their introduction and then they're now if we are to accept them as uh, recurring cast members and like members of this family then i want them to talk to boba i want yep. to know like what their background is a little bit get to yep. know them in any way like you had it was a long episode like i could have gone without some of the action scenes and um and long. it That's, wasn't no it's like 36 minutes uh well i mean it's longer than like some mandalorian episodes we got were 28 minutes really it goes hmm. yeah oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I just like there was a good enough amount of time where I personally could have gone with more character development and less action. Yeah, I mean the the, the chase was a bit it, it was they dragged that out a little bit and then I but I I can understand the criticism, but I thought it was fun. But I get it if someone was like, oh look, they just wanted to throw there's a protocol droid, there's a uh, there's an astro droid, yeah, there's, there's this, there's that. There, there were fun little Easter eggs that they put in there and little things that that they that they threw into that scene that I didn't mind. Um, and then the mayor's dude just kind of gives it up. He's like, yeah, yeah, the mayor's with the pikes. Don't tell me. It's like, shoot that guy. You want to show you're a gangster? That guy has uh, been a apologies. Yeah. Uh, that guy <laughs> has been a pain in the ass since episode one. <laughs> kill him. Make a make a stormtroopers. Put his head on a pike. Right. You got you you already you already uh you show again if unless there's a reason, because if this is if if we just find out that he just killed bib to take him out then shoot this guy and then the mayor's going to come back and go well because you're already going to war you know you're going to war yeah. take this putz and put him out of his misery and then just shoot the baseball cap guy because yeah send a message yeah and that's it and then you're like okay now now we're getting now we're getting now we're doing fennec stuff and it's like because uh, nah, because then kids can't be on the, on the side. They can't. Eat. They're not going to dress up as Boba for Halloween. They're not uh, going to do this. But they will. People know. dress he's up as people, Darth Vader. Of course. Like that. Of course. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just it's it's. I under. I think I understand some of the the, the reasoning behind it. I just would love to get the real explanation of why they really went so hard into making Boba a good guy. Because Boba was never even a Mandalorian. wasn't a good wasn't a good guy. It was a loyal guy. Yeah, was a was a stick to his word, which I loved, but they're going out of their way to make him the good guy in this one. And I don't know how long that can last. I hope that they change it. But but the thing we're really not going into that I think is a major plot point that I think is his is playing was that the first thing you see in that flashback is not um, Tatooine. It's not the sand people. It's him back on Camino. Yeah, looking out the window, watching Django go. And by the way, so I, I had mentioned a couple times to you guys, and I mentioned this on the review this morning because I've been in the comments. When you say something wrong, they let you know. Um, but in Attack of the Clones, when Mace Windu slices off Django's head, I always thought that little Bubba was carrying his dad's head in the in the helm, right? Yeah. But someone's like, if you look at the shadow, you see the head come flying out. Yeah. How stupid is that? How does a full-on head go flying out of a helmet? In 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 a slice underneath the neck, a head goes flying out. 
What if the same size helmet? Wait, what? I always thought. I always thought because I did think it, it like because if he held it, the head would drop out of it. So oh, that can't happen. But but even but, but I thought when it hit the ground, the head just kind of bump 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 it, out it, of it. But it, no, you see it when it. I, they pointed it out to me, and it's what happens when you go back and you look in the yeah. shadow. If you pause it, you can yeah. see a shadow of the head go flying out with it. But it's like, how does that work with? Just, just with the with That's the whole science logic. Of it. That's prequel just, logic. Just the science science of it. It's like underneath you slice underneath the head and it goes flying out with it. It's just as big as the head. It's a. It's, I, don't, I don't know. So it it was it was fine, fine. Why doesn't he have a strap on that helmet? Um, like, right. He's trying to come off. He's normally. Either way, he's traumatized. All right, he's traumatized because of um, because you keep seeing that shot of 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 his dad leaving. Yeah, he's traumatized. And, and okay. the question though is what's where's he what's going? Where's I, he going, Mike? Where's where's Django going? Oh on a mission. Yeah, I know, but like, but you know, we see him again. It's like it's like it's not like you, I are thought, you are you saying uh, I'm confused, Christian. Because I, I need to know yeah. what are you proposing? Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I I feel like that scene was signifying a few things because right before that we saw um a lot of the stormtroopers helmets on stakes or their heads on stakes and then we see that scene and i think it's like a few things he's mourning still the loss of his father yeah. but he's also questioning his place on this uh, in this galaxy because he himself is also a clone and right. i think that that's like a question of where does he belong in it all like is he even like does he have a right to this throne i think like figuring that out what is she proposing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh either way he that all that goes down but i'll tell you i think that i understand why boba is coming around and has chilled out though why headspace mm. uh, i will tell you right now that it, i believe that it is headspace and that is exactly why uh ladies and gentlemen headspace if you didn't know about it i'm going to tell you about it it is fantastic and i love it we've been using it on this show since maybe even the beginning. It's one of our first sponsors here, and boy, do I love Headspace. Look, if you've ever felt like your mind doesn't have an off switch, attention is constantly traveling through your body, or no matter how much you try to sleep, it, 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 you're, you're always tired. There are many ways, many, many ways that stress, anxiety, and sleeplessness can harm your mind and your body. So this year, why not make small changes to your daily routine that have a big influence on your mental health and your well-being? You got to start your year with Headspace. So you got to do it. You got to get Headspace because if your mind's ever been sprinting for years on end, leaving trails of stress, anxiety, and fatigue that is eroding your mental health, you, you, you can't do it. If you're nodding along going, yes, that's, that's what's been happening to me, then it's time to adapt small daily practices that are going to have a huge impact on your long-term happiness and well-being how to do it it's it's so great and i we talked about it before steph always steph loves it if you if you i believe for me if you understand how you feel and you can improve your mental health it, it's it's tremendous and this is why we've teamed up with our friends over at headspace so you can experience it for yourself um when we all say that we're fine you don't always mean it and fine isn't really an emotion. How many times have you told yourself you're fine when you're, you're angry, sad, or, or nervous? I can tell you, and I've talked about it on this show many times, that 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 was a big portion of my life for a long time that I said, oh, I'm all right. I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't need to do anything. I'm, I'm fine. And, and you're not fine. Headspace is scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health. In fact, a recent study proved in two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. And whether you want to relieve stress, anxiety, sleep, improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. So here's what you do. If you haven't used Headspace, you gotta go check it out. And I, what I can tell you, the way the way you do it, you go to headspace.com slash Sith and you get one month free of their entire mindfulness library. This is the best Headspace offer available. You got to go headspace.com slash Sith today. It's headspace.com slash Sith, everybody. Um, so what you want to do, once again, you, if you're struggling, you got to overcome what's going on with you as far as battling out all, all these, especially in the last two years, man. Uh, you want to overcome it. You want to do it with Headspace and mindfulness and other things that you've tried 
I was uh, definitely dealing with a lot of things, and because I, I was lucky enough to have Headspace, I've, I've I found it. I'm excited to connect with it and improve, and I've been improving my mental health. So give it a try. Go and do it. Please check it out. Uh, that's Headspace, and the link is in the description, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's restart this up here, and this is this is the the bummer of not being able to do our normal setup. But yes. here it is. Here it is. Yet, yet, yet. All right. So getting back to, I guess, you know, one of the things we mentioned, we can, I guess we can combine it. Um, Dave Filoni is confirmed. He co-wrote chapter six of the book of Boba Fett. This is from Star Wars News Net and the great Miguel Fernandez. As first mentioned in a story by the New York Times, we've known for a couple of weeks that Dave Filoni will be credited as a writer in the book of Boba Fett. We just didn't know which episode. Now, a new story by the direct by the direct points out that it'll be chapter six. That comes out February 2nd. The penultimate episode of the season. The direct mentions in the story that this comes from an official Disney production listing. But since we haven't been able to find a listing, we're running the story as a rumor for now. We also know from the same story from the Times, as well as an interview from Tamora Morrison that came out during the summer, Filoni will be a director in the series as well. Probably be the same one, you would assume. Filoni has already written two episodes of The Mandalorian, both Chapter 5 and Chapter 13, and he directed both of them. For that reason, odds are that he's going to direct Chapter 6 of the Book of Boba Fett as well. Fans online have already started speculating that this might mean for the series and which characters might make a cameo. For instance, it is very likely that Cad Bane would show up in this episode. The character who came back in an episode of The Bad Batch earlier this year after a long time out of the picture has been speculated for a while to be making the jump to live action with this series. It only makes sense as Fett was sort of an apprentice of Bane during the Clone Wars animated series and Filoni wanted to have a showdown between the two of them in season seven of the Clone Wars before that got canceled. The season would have been greenlit years later, but that storyline was scrapped. In The Bad Batch, there were hints that the duel might have happened, but it was never officially confirmed. See, I thought I thought that that duel that they showed, from what I heard, actually, was that... Have you guys ever seen the... Um, the, 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 the actual scene, that they, the deleted scene? Of yeah. From no, what I, I heard, is that, I heard that was canon. I heard that was canon. But uh, speaking of the Bad Batch, another character that could be making an appearance in Chapter 6 is... Oh, listen to this, Steph. Speaking of Bad Batch, another character that might be making an appearance in Chapter 6 is Omega. Omega! <laughs> who was revealed during the first season Becca. of the series. Since the fate of the character is far from sealed, we are going to meet her in a few months when Season 2 comes out. Many are speculating that she could also make the jump to live action. And we have to mention, of course, Captain Rex, another animated character we still haven't seen in live action. That's a bit of a stretch, but they already have the actor that would play him. Plus, he's a character Floney's fond of, so who knows? Uh, update, the listing has been found on Disney Plus press site and has revealed that Chapter 6 was co-written by Floney and Favreau. While all the rest of the episodes were solely written by Favreau, we still don't know if Filoni will be directing six, but the director's list leaves out Favreau, meaning the main writer might not be directing an episode after all. I don't know. I still think that he's going to be directing. We'll find um, out. As far as all those rumors of characters, Steph, I'm going to say don't get your hopes up. I don't think Omega's going to show up. Neither do I. Yeah. I, don't, I, I just don't see a place for her unless unless they plan on doing a second season of book of boba and then she's in like the final scenes maybe and plus the fact that we haven't seen season two bad batch and and at any yeah. time anytime you guarantee that a character survives even though you probably assume she would anyway um you just take away some of the stakes that's that's part of it yeah um i don't like cad bane is is still very realistic Right, that yeah, that show up, and that would be great to finally get him inside of, and and please, and they, they've done it, they've done it before. They did it with with Katie. They did it with Katie Sackoff, and they brought in the actual actress. And it looks like they're going to be doing Mickelson for um for Thrawn, maybe. But please use the same voice for Cad Bane, please. Yeah, don't don't get somebody new to do it. I don't care how great of an actor is. Like when they when they took away Megatron's voice, and even if they put it, I think it was um. I think it was what's his face for uh, Agent Smith, right? Uh, oh, Hugo Weaving. I think Hugo Weaving was was Megatron. I think, right? Is yeah, that he right? was Megatron. He's Megatron, and he, he should. I love Hugo Weaving, but he shouldn't have been. Yeah. Megatron. Should have the original voice in there. But that says I don't like when they just take big actors. Not Frank Wel Frank Welker is. Yeah, but, no, Peter, but, no, Frank Welker. Yeah, because Peter Frank Cullen Welker is Optimus. Yeah. yeah. So um, they brought way. Welker back. Or, or, 
at the end there. It did, right? As yeah, I think in like four. Okay. Then, but then Hugo came back again. It, it's the voices on that are all the whole, the whole thing screwed up. <laughs> anyway, so that's um that's that's an interesting story. Do do we all think that Filoni's probably gonna if he's co-writing with Favreau, we we would say that he's he's directing this, right? The episode that he's the the, the final one? Yeah, they say they from Miguel's um report at the end, they said that it's possible that he's not directing, but I I think Bryce Dallas Howard directs the next one. And then t- Kevin Tarcheran. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm saying that wrong. I'm sure. Yeah, probably six or five. We do five, and then, and then Filoni is six. Six, and then what I'd love to see is Favreau directing. They say he's Favreau. They say I'd love to see him direct. I mean, that's the thing you talk about. He, this is the show he pitched originally. Like he wanted Boba Fett. Like yeah, maybe I mean, he is busy, dude. That's another reason too. But like, <clears throat> like look at so, I just um I just had on the Cobra Kai direct um the creators on the yeah. show. And we talked about, it. and Josh Heald, who's one of the creators, has has directed the last two finales. Uh, I think I think the, the other two creators directed the finale for one and two, and he directed finale for three and four. That's a great to me. That's let, let's stick with that system. Like yeah. let's have the creator, the guy, like you said, Mike, he wants to do it. Let's let's have Favreau come in. Did Favreau direct any Mandalorian season two? I think he directed one, didn't he? I think so. Mm-hmm. Directed one. I thought he did. He did the first episode yeah. of season one, yeah. right? No, season one, he that was Filoni. Season one, he didn't direct any because he was too slow. No, he didn't direct any in season one. I think he directed one in season two. Oh. And then I'd I love to see him, I'd love to see him direct the finale of this. That would be great. That'd be yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and then I guess that, that kind of pushes out our next question. How far along after this show? Because this show's gonna wrap in February, second okay. week of February, it looks like, right? Yeah. Obi-Wan trailer. Do we get it right around that time? Why? I don't know why. Just because the news that I've seen popping up and things. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like we're going to get Andor first. No. No chance. They already said they're pushing that back. They're pushing that back too? Yeah. Well, that, that one that one was said they're pushing that back when there was another. I think that the, when the, the Miss Marvel show was uh-huh. pushed back, I think they announced Miss Marvel and Andor both were getting pushed back. Now, I don't know if Andor was COVID related. Back. No, I don't think so. I I don't know if Andor was pushed back to to the end know. of this year or the if Andor was pushed back to twenty twenty three. I just see I, well, but no. I'm just trying to think of when they would drop Obi Wan trailer. You mean no the the show May? You're gonna get you it. You think May? You're I gonna, thought you're gonna get it in May. Now the question is when? Let me look at the dates. I kind of feel like the holidays. We're gonna get it for the holidays. What what holidays? Christmas. Oh no and, way! That's too far. Well, I'm just saying it's my opinion, and get, I'm usually yeah. right. You want, you want? Do you want? To, <laughs> how much would you like to bet? Would you like to bet a, a steak dinner? A steak dinner? Yes. So you Four think? Dinner. What's I'll what are we you. doing? There is no chance that they drop Obi Wan during November December. There's no chance. Why is your thoughts on that? So two reasons, three reasons. Yeah, let's hear them. First, Mandalorian season three will most likely be debuting at that time. That's the time. Um, but we don't that, know that. But we we're pretty we're pretty confident, okay, right? That's a that's a um, ding against me. Then that's part one. Uh, part two is with the potential of if not, the and, Andor would most likely come in in that particular area. And the other one is they've they started promoting, even though we didn't get any trailer on it, that little side piece thing that they did for Obi Wan that's on Disney Plus. That's the next one okay. in the tank. All right, maybe I won't take the bet then. <laughs> that's to me. All that's right. that's one in the tank. All right, and, and I, I think, forgot about Mandalorian three. Yeah, and they're pushing and they're pushing on that one. So I think that we're gonna get. All right, you're, you're more likely to see Obi Wan and Mandalorian season three drop this year, um, but it's also likely that you could get Obi Wan in May, and or in like August September. Yeah. And then Mandalorian in, in December. What's yeah. interesting is they have not really Disney Plus in general between Star Wars and their Marvel. They've not done release dates for these shows yet. No, they haven't. And I think that's an error. I think that I, they, yeah. I I feel like you think it's, it's a because, purposeful error. Or do you think no. it's like oh something's not right? They're, they're it, I think that they're just purposeful. both are signed up for so many shows and movies, and they're working unbelievably hard and fast for whatever reason they want to be pulling out this much many products, and they don't have a time. Like I think they're finishing them when they when they can. Yeah, I mean, I think there's got to be at least I deadlines. Know. I think there needs to be deadlines. I think they definitely have those, but the but and I think they have. Do you part, guys feel? It's, 
Well, it, it's interesting that we talk about this because it seemed for so long Marvel, DC, Star Wars was out there planting flags on dates. And again, that's theatrical because they got hit those yeah. windows. But they would always pride themselves on this date. This is this. This yeah. is this. And the, yeah. then what? for whatever reason, the big shifts happened. They, oh, they were like, oh, we're not hitting these dates. Things have happened. Right. We don't want to do that anymore. So I think they're gun shy to the point like, we're not going to release until the two weeks before and let them know that. Yeah. I mean, I, but I think, and I also, but I also think they're waiting for star Wars celebration for not, not necessarily announcements because by okay. the, you got to have an announcement on Obi-Wan. And I also think another reason why they haven't shown anything on trailers for Obi-Wan as bummer as it is. I don't think they, I think they wanted, they didn't want to detract from Boba Fett. That's I was just thinking that. I think that's the thing. I think, Marvel, especially this past season, before the show is finished, we're getting a new one, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome!" And you're like, "You're in the middle of this thing, right?" I and think maybe they're finally like, "No, enjoy this. We're not giving you anything until you finish this meal. Then we'll give you something." Yeah, because if you like, okay, if, if, you're, if you're an exa- if you're Favreau or you're you know anybody <laughs> over at Star Wars, and you're going, "Well, we want them talking about our show." Don't start putting trailers yes. out for Obi Wan because then they're going to start speculating on Obi Wan and they're going to start putting That's a good point. videos out about Obi Wan. And it's like let's put Obi- let's get the hype as soon as we put. It. You want to keep keep them talking Star Wars, drop yeah. it right afterwards. And as much as I'm like, oh, should we get our trailer already? I get the sh- I, I, I get the strategy. Uh, I definitely understand yeah. the strategy behind it. It says because you want because Boba Fett was never the show that everyone was like, oh my god, I need a Boba Fett sh- series, and everyone got more on board with it after they debuted him but right now after you look at the like what it seems like is that episode one was kind of split for boba fett right i i really enjoyed episode one there are some people who thought um either nothing happened or thought that it was just okay episode two seemed to get a lot more people on board with my favorite one yeah and then episode three so far what i've seen and and i i I don't know so we'll 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 see we'll see how it's going to plan how it's going to pan out um, I don't know. Any final thoughts here, Steph? Were you, what were your over? But you do, did you like this? What, what would you say out of ten? What would you give this one? I would say like a six and a half, seven. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Like, I think it's like hard not to like. Yeah. I'm just, I, I did want like a grittier boba. I like that, but I, I think that the more that I think about Favreau really, uh, being the one to push this forward. I think a lot of that vision probably has to do with a hero. And I, I think like I need to change my mindset about what we're right. going to get with Boba. Yeah. yeah. I think that we, I think that they've already pretty much let you know that that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, Mike and you, what are you going for out of 10? Five. Five. Okay. Because again, technically it's, br- it's beautiful. It yeah. looks great. Yeah. Like I can't tell that volume when they're on that, when they're on the desert, like yeah. I can't tell anything special effects wise. Uh, but I think, like, to temper my thing, I think I've had to realize, I think we talked about it last episode, everything that I expected and I want to see from Boba Fett being the bad, you know, what it was, we got in the Mandalorian. That's what, that's the Boba Fett flying around in the jetpack, using yeah. his weapons every second, yep. kicking ass, you know. It's true. That's, Boba, that's what we always thought as kids as Boba Fett. Yeah. So we got that in the Mandalorian. They can't redo that again. So now this is a new thing. And I like the fact he's older. I like an older Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, I don't. I I don't so, mind. I probably stick. It's with a the, shift. I had to do a yeah. shift in what the character is to me. Yeah, yeah. And Steph, what'd you say? Seven, Steph. Yeah. Seven. I'm I'm probably on the same page with you on that one. I think for this one, it's probably around seven. I I love. Well, the- I'm the jerk of the episode, aren't I? No, you said you said I'm coming straight off the ropes. Yeah. Well, off the top you, ropes, baby. I thought your points were were, were good though. Yeah, I me just, too. Yeah, I just think that it's a matter of how they play it out. This this week, I definitely liked the flashback stuff um, more so than the present stuff. Although I loved the Wookiee stuff, I loved the Rancor stuff. So maybe it's just there was a lot. I think that was just because there was more of the present stuff, and there was some stuff in the present stuff that I didn't love as much. Um, but hopefully, they get away from some of this modern crap that they've been doing, and then just probably focus. not though. It's we're three episodes in, and it's still deep. I don't know. I mean, look, the first one was heavy in it because Rodriguez. Second yeah. one, you just had baseball cap turd, um, and then and then after. That one, I shouldn't call the guy a turd. He might be a very nice guy as an actor. I don't know, but uh, but he, the character's a turd. Um, and the um, but that was really it. Just that guy, and then and the same guy that that was set up by Robert Rodriguez. And then this episode was Robert Rodriguez. So maybe it changes after the after the director, right? You look at we'll find out. It, we'll find out. And the, like my least favorite episode of The Mandalorian was the, the, the one that Floney directed first. The, the one that See, that was my favorite one. Which yeah, one? That was my gunslinger. 
the Robert Rodriguez where they were out on location. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. That's mm -hmm. the Pentultimate. Filoni. He Filoni. was talking about Filoni's. Filoni's episode. Oh, with, with, hey, Mando. Hey, Mando. Okay, where yeah, Fennec yeah. got introduced. When we yeah, first found okay. Fennec, right? Yeah. Like, then that one. And, and Mando. hey, Mando. She said every single time. But that, but, but, and there were just some characters inside of it that didn't necessarily work. And then Filoni came in, did the Ahsoka episode and, and destroyed. So, um, you know. Let's see what let's see where it takes us. I'm excited for it. Thank you guys for joining us, by the way. And once again, if you didn't subscribe to this channel, please subscribe and definitely find us on Spotify, Sith Council, and uh, Apple Podcast. It helps us get great sponsors like Headspace. So please, please, please do that. Please check us out. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you on the flip side. It's Sith Council. Peace. I can Makes you stronger.